Thanks for listening to the Last Days podcast with Dr. Todd Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Now here's Dr. Todd Holmes. Hello, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I welcome you for this launch broadcast podcast of the Last Days podcast. And and I want to tell you that we're excited that you're listening or you're watching because this is both video and audio. And so I want to welcome you so much um, to come and and to just join in. And I pray that you are not just a casual listener, but, but that you look forward to every single one of these broadcasts and that you make a, make a point of saying, you know what, I've got to get this word. Because I've, I've called this the last days podcast because we are living in the last days. There's a lot of uncertain times that we are living in. People are wondering what's going on, which way do I turn? Um, and there's, there's a lot of answers that need Uh, answering. And so that's what we're going to be doing in this particular broadcast that we're doing. This is not taking, you know, the headlines of every day and and trying to sort through these things. What we're doing is we're taking the Word of God. Now, we'll address headlines. We'll address things that are going on in the world, in our nation, things that are going on in the church, things that are going on in in our everyday lives. But I want you to understand this, that we're going into the Word of God. This is about the Word. It's all about the Word of God and how the Word of God can change your life. No matter what you're going through, I'm going to bring a word that is a solution to you. And it's going to come straight to your heart. It may seem a little forceful maybe at times, but I want to tell you, I'm going to show you how a believer can live a life as an overcomer in these last days. No matter what's going on, no matter what hell might be arising on any front, you can be an overcomer. And I have the Word of God, and I'm going to share it with you, and together we're going to take this trip. We're going to take, we're going to take a dive into what the Word of God says, and you're going to see things like you've never seen them before, I pray. And, and let's just open up right now in prayer. Father, I thank you so much for every single person that is here, and they are participating with us in this broadcast. And in the name of Jesus, I ask that the Word of God would go forward in a powerful way. Father, that you would impact their lives, that there would be divine impartations, Holy Ghost downloads as your Word goes forward today. And I thank you and I praise you for doing it in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So as you're, as we're um, getting started here and everything, and as I mentioned, you know, there's a lot of things that are very uncertain in our world right now. And I think it's important for us to take a look at what the Word of God says in regards to things that we're going through. And there's attacks that are going on on every front um, in many people's lives. And I want us to look into the Word of God and see what the Word of God has to say in regards to these things and how you can be a powerful asset in the kingdom of God, an asset in the kingdom of God. Some of you think you're a liability. Um, Some of you, you have to just see what the Word of God says so that you see yourself as an asset into the kingdom of God. And so, you know, I would ask you this question, you know, what changes, what changes asses into assets? It's a good question. Well, in the English language, it's the letter T, but I want to tell you, in the Christian life, it's the cross. And I want you to look over here in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, with me. And I'm going to read this 
out of the amplified version, okay? And again, I ask you, and it might seem kind of like, wow, why would you use that word? Because it works. That's why I'm using that word. And because you listened and you're paying attention because I used the word ass, okay? And so what changes assets into assets? The cross. If you look here in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, um, it says, and let's begin reading in verse 9, it says, Do you not know that the unrighteous and the wrongdoers will not inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived or misled, neither be impure and immoral, neither the impure and immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor those who participate in homosexuality, nor cheats, swindlers and thieves, nor greedy graspers, nor drunkards, nor foul-mouthed revilers and slanderers, nor extortioners and robbers will inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God. Okay? And so it says, and such were some of you. And such, and such some of you were, okay? Once in the past. But you were washed clean, purified by a complete atonement for sin, and made free from the guilt of sin. And you were consecrated. That means you're set apart, you're hallowed, and you were justified, which pronounced righteous. That means by trusting in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Holy Spirit of our God. Everything is permissible, which means allowable and lawful for me, but not all things are helpful or good for me to do, expedient and profitable when considered with other things. You have to admit that. Okay, there's some things that you know, hey, I, I can do this, I can get away with this, but you know what? You just realize by the Holy Ghost, you know, that, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing, and so I can't do that. Everything is lawful for me, but I will not become the slave of anything or be brought under its power. That's why we're going to be talking about some things very straightly in this, in this podcast, very, very straightly, okay? I'm not going to mince any words. I'm not going to be politically correct. Um, I may get people who get upset with me, you know, hey, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have talked about that. You shouldn't have, you know, been, you shouldn't have brought that up, whatever it might be, but I'm going to go there, okay? Because I'm not, I'm not sparing people's feelings. I'm not trying to give some feel-good message. I'm just going to preach the Word of God, okay? The Word of God says, and such were some of you in the times past. You were these, you were these people, and the world would say, you know, look at you and some of the things and say, you know, you were a big loser. All right. And, and some of you, that's, you know, you don't, you don't have to have a word from God. You know, somebody could have seen you on the streets and, and come up to you and said, Hey, you know what? You're a, you're a jerk. You're a loser. And you'd have to agree with them. Yeah, that's my life. You know, that's what I've been because it, it says, you know, all these different things, it says, you know, you were, you were immoral, idolaters, adulterers, homosexuals, cheats, um, drunkards, foul mouthed revilers, slanderers, thieves, all of these things. But I want to tell you, God changed you because of the cross of Jesus Christ and because of the blood of Jesus. And so it said here, it says, I'm not going to become a slave of anything. Okay? I'm not going to allow anything to control me. And so how do you keep something from controlling you? Let me ask you that. How do you keep something from controlling you? First of all, don't go in that direction. Don't go in the direction of anything that you know you're, you, could, you could fall prey to, that you could become addicted to. It could become something that controls your life. Why do you venture into something that is impure, that is unholy, that you know good and well, you know what? This is going to take me away from Jesus. It's going to take me away from the life of God. It's going to take me away from the plan of salvation if I give into this. It's not that, oh, you know what? If I, if I, if I see this, if I do this, if I eat this, if I drink this, you know, I, I just, 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 just sample, you know, is that going to send me to hell? Well, it may not, but I want to tell you, it's, it's going to lead through a life, lead to a life that could send you away. Away from the presence of God, okay, and wind you up 
in hell. And so I want to, I want to tell you, how do you overcome? How do you become an overcomer in these last days? Because I want to tell you, the deception is real out there and the, and the power of the enemy working against the believers, it's real. But I want to tell you, we don't focus on the power of the enemy. We know it's out there. We know he's a liar. We know he's a deceiver. He's been a deceiver since the very beginning, the word of God says, but we don't look at that and we don't get alarmed at that and go, Oh my gosh, you know, what's the devil doing? I care less what the devil doing. The devil need to pay attention to what I'm doing, okay, and what you're doing, because we're, we're, we're raising the kingdom of darkness, R-A-Z-I-N-G. We're tearing it down. And so, let's go on here. It says in verse 13, food is intended for the stomach and the stomach for food, but God will finally end the functions of both and bring them to nothing. The body is not intended for sexual immorality, but it's intended for the Lord, and the Lord is intended for the body to save, sanctify, and raise it again. And God both raised the Lord to life and will also raise us up by His power. How's it going to happen? Power of God. The power of God. That's the only way you're going to be raised to a higher life. You've got to have the power of God working in you. Not just, not just saying, you know, I, I said a prayer one time a long time ago. No, you've got to have the power of God working present tense working inside of you. It says here, it says, and God both raised the Lord to life and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not see and know that your bodies are members, bodily parts of Christ the Messiah, and therefore to take the parts of Christ and make them a part of a prostitute? Never, never, okay? Or do you not know and realize that when a man joins himself to a prostitute, he becomes one body with her? The two, it's written, shall become one flesh. But the person who is united to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Shun immorality and all sexual looseness. Flee from all impurity in thought, in word, and in deed. In thought, in word, and in deed. In thought, in word, and in deed. Flee from it, okay? Any other sin which a man commits is outside of the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is the temple, the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit, who lives within you, whom you have received as a gift from God? You are not your own. You are not your own. Believer, I want to tell you something. This should bring great relief to you also. You're not your own. God purchased you. He bought you with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. God actually, listen to me, he invested in you. God has invested greatly in you. Is he getting a return on his investment? You determine that by your actions. You were bought with a price, it says here in verse 20. You were purchased with the preciousness and paid for and made his own. So then honor God and bring glory to him in your body. That means while we're alive right here, you know, I'm talking to you. If you're watching the video here, you are seeing my physical being. You're seeing my, my physical body, okay? And not, not the whole thing because you're just seeing, a, you know, the head and chest and everything like that. But I want to tell you, and if you're, if you're hearing this podcast, you are listening to my voice, which it sounds the way it sounds because it's coming out of the body, okay? And it's resonating, going through the echo chamber of the head, and it comes out, and that's what makes our, our voices very unique. But I want to tell you, your voice wouldn't sound that way without your body. And so, everything that takes place inside of your life 
and as you're walking on this earth takes place because you have a body and it's necessary. Some of you, you look at your body and you're like, I don't like this. This bothers me. We'll get over it. Okay. You know what? God gave you that body. And so stop looking and saying, I don't like this. I don't like that. Instead, be grateful. Be thankful that, that God has given you something to work with. Amen. It may not be perfect. Hey, I'm not perfect. I have a, you know, since I was born, I have a limp. There's a, there's a few inches difference in my leg length. And so, you know, I can complain about that, but most of the time I just forget about it. I just do stuff. Okay. And, and it's not always easy because sometimes I have to, I have to really work at doing what needs to be done. And over the course of time, I'm getting older and everything like that. It happens to all of us, but you know, things, things in your body, they begin to, they begin to change and, and everything like that. And sometimes things are not as easy as they used to be. But I want to tell you this, you're an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. So no matter what it is that changes, no matter what it is in regards to this physical body, remember, that's what we're talking about. We are an overcomer. God has given us his ability. He's given us his power and his power, his grace will work through us. And you can't allow the enemy to come in and begin to to yak in your ear and to tell you you're not that or you're, you're, you're something over here and everything. I want to tell you, I want to talk to you about the importance of having a kingdom mindset in these last days. The importance of having a kingdom mindset in these last days. And you're going to have to deal with a fear. You're going to have to deal with manipulation. You're going to have to deal with the lies of the devil that tries to destroy the kingdom of God within you. Okay, and anything that he can do to destroy the mighty kingdom of God within you, he's going to do it. He's going to exploit that, okay? So we're going we're gonna to dive on in here, Philippians chapter 4. Turn in your Bible with me. If you're driving, do not turn in your Bible with me. Just keep listening, okay? But it says in Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do them. That's it. Do it. Okay. And the God of peace shall be with you. And so you have to do these things that, that Paul said, you've learned, received, and heard, and seen in me. You've learned, received, you've heard, and you've seen in me. I want you to do these things. And so sometimes, you know, to learn how to be an overcomer, you've got to follow an overcomer. You've got to look at the life of an overcomer and you have to say, you know what? I'm going to do that. That's how I'm going to live. I'm going to stop being the way I'm being. I'm going to stop talking the way I'm talking. I'm going to talk like that person. I'm going to, I'm going to start acting like that person right there. I'm going to, I'm going to start receiving things like that person receives things. You know, some people, their most difficult thing in life is being a receiver being a receiver. You have to learn how to yield to get anything from God. You've got a lot of people that come to church. They don't know how to yield. They'll, they'll, they'll stand in the church line. They'll have their hands up. They'll have their eyes wide open and, but they will. And you know, you can lay hands on them. You can pray for them, but they don't receive anything. They're like, it's like laying hands on a cement pole. Why? Because they don't know how to receive. If you're going to be an overcomer, you've got to learn to receive from God. Okay. And I want to tell you, Paul knew how to receive. He had to receive or he'd never be able to give out because you can't give what you don't get. Amen. You can't give what you don't get. You know, since the enemy knows as a believer that he, he, he truly cannot defeat you, um, he's going to do everything within his power to intimidate you, to lie to you, to 
trick you, um, to get you to give up. Okay. If he can't defeat you, he can convince you, you know, you just ought to give up, just throw in the towel and everything, just shut down. Why? So he can take over. But I want you to promise me this. I want you to say, wherever you are watching or listening to this, I want you to say, Dr. Todd, I will not give up. I will not shut down. I will not give the enemy any place in my life. You've got to commit to that. And I want you to commit to that right now. I want you to say, from this day on, I will give the devil no place. From this day on, I'm going to be an overcomer. From this day on, there's going to be an excellent spirit in me that goes forward. I'm going to do extraordinary things for the body of Christ and for the kingdom of God, starting with this day right here. Okay? And so it's a total mind game that the enemy wants to play with you. He wants to get in your head. He wants to, he wants to freak you out. He wants to psych you out. He wants to do anything he can. He plays a mind game with every single believer. I want to tell you that he does that. And why does he do it? So he can wear you out. He wants to wear you down. He wants to overwhelm you. And I want to tell you, this has been going on forever. Okay. Don't think that you're the first one. Oh my gosh, the enemy's really been on my, on me. And, and it's so difficult to live a Christian life. Oh, come on. This has been happening forever. Look over in the, look over in the, the word to Nehemiah chapter six. And, and I want to tell you this, that, you know, you're an overcomer. You, if, if, if you don't give up, if you don't give up, I want to tell you, you can be a powerful overcomer, but you need to understand some things. First of all, you need to understand who you are in Christ. Secondly, you need to understand the power of God that lives inside of you. Amen. And thirdly, you got to realize that your advantage lies in keeping the things that God has done for you in the realm of the spirit. Okay. Don't get over in the reason realm. Okay. Or in the realm of the flesh at all. Okay. You are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body, but let's keep things over in the realm of spirit. That's where you're a victor. Amen. Nehemiah chapter six. Did you find that with me? It says, now when Sanballat, Tobiah, Geshem, and Arab, uh, Geshem the Arab, and the rest of our enemies heard that I'd built the wall and that there was no breach left in it, although that at that time I had not set up the doors and the gates, Sanballat, Geshem, sent to me saying, come, let us meet together in one of the villages of the plain of Ono. Oh no, you don't want to go to, oh no, that's when I tell you, okay? But they intended to do me harm. And I sent messages to them saying, I'm doing a great work and cannot come down. I want to tell you, that's a good thing to say to the enemy. Listen, I'm doing something great for God and I don't have time to come down and talk to you, to mess with you or anything like that, okay? And it says here, it says here, why should the work stop while I come down to you? The enemy will always try to draw you away, okay? Understand that the enemy is always going to try to draw you away from the focus of uh, that, that God's put in your heart the, um, and, and get you into compromise. He is very persistent. Okay. So don't think he's going to back off or anything. He has no intention of doing that. He just keeps pressing it, keeps pressing it, keeps pressing it. Okay. It says in verse four, they sent to me four times this way. And I answered them as before. I answered them just like I always had before. Don't change your communication. Okay. Keep saying, you know, whatever it is, you keep resisting. You deal with the enemy by keeping with the word of God. Don't change your communication. Don't change what you say or anything like that. Verse five, then Sanballat sent his servant to me again the fifth time with an open letter. And in it was written, it's reported among you, the neighboring nations that Gashmu says that you and the Jews plan to rebel. Therefore you are building the wall that you may be their king. According to the report. Also, you set up prophets to announce concerning you in Jerusalem. There's a king in Judah. And now this will be reported to the Persian king. So come now and let us take counsel together. Oh, baloney. 
I want to tell you the enemy will try to intimidate you and then he will work to compromise when that doesn't work, okay? If he can't intimidate you, he'll try to make sure, he'll, he'll, he'll try to then make, make compromise and everything like that. Don't do it, okay? And I'm going to try to wind up things here really quick here. I replied to him, no such things as you say here have been done. You're inventing them out of your own heart and mind. All right, that's what, the, that's what the enemy wants to try to do. He wants to, he wants to try to convince you of something here. And, and I want to tell you, as it is today, things come from the heart and the mind of the enemy that they want to project onto and into the children of the kingdom of God. Don't, don't let that happen. They have a mindset that they want the kingdom to accept. You do not accept the mindset of the world at all. A mindset of fear, a mindset of lack, a mindset of hatred, a mindset of distrust. That is not you. That is not you. I want to tell you that. You are an overcomer. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of, the of your testimony, you are an overcomer. And I want you to understand that. I want you to stick with it. And I want you to say, you know what, Pastor Todd, Dr. Todd, I will not give up. I am going to go forward and I'm going to be the overcomer that God has called me to be in these last days. When I talk to you again, we're going to pick up right here. Love you so much. God bless you, and you have a powerful overcoming day in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, I want you to go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com, and click on Donate to be a part of the Last Day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you do that, I'd like to send you a very special gift for partnering with us on a monthly basis. Until next time, thank you so much for listening.